Okay, hello everybody. Welcome into this episode of Frederick Uncut. Uh, I am your host, Colin McGuire. This is a very monumental episode because we have two people we've never had in here before, one of whom actually works here now. So would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Uh, my name is Wyatt Massey. I'm a new reporter with the Frederick News Post, and I'll be covering social services, immigration, and religion for the News Post. How has your time been here so far? Uh, I am one week into Maryland. So far, so good. What did you do over the weekend? I stayed inside you stayed because it was, it was raining. raining. That's true. All weekend. Yes. It's still raining. Yes. It's not going to stop. We also have Elena. How are you? Elena Lyons? Yes. I'm the um, marketing director for Community Living. And how did you, what did you do over the weekend? I also stayed inside. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody went to in the street? No? You probably, no. that's this big festival downtown. Did you e- hear that? Yeah, I thought about it, and then it was raining. <laughs> that's, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. Uh, so we brought you here to talk a little bit about some stuff. Wyatt's got some amazing questions, I'm sure, right? Awesome. That's, <laughs> he's giving me a look right now. But uh, before we get there, I always want to start uh, getting a little background on our guests. So... If you could kind of tell us a little bit about where you're from. Did you initially grow up here in Frederick? I actually grew up in Mount Airy, uh, which is about 25 minutes away. Um, I was on the Carroll County side. Um, Ah. Yeah, and I moved to Frederick about five years ago. Okay. What brought you to Frederick? Work. Work. Um, I took the job at Community Living, uh, Mm -hmm. which is right here in Frederick. Uh, My husband also works in Frederick, so we decided time to move. Well, so you were talking before we went on air that you uh, have a background in newspapers. Yes. So did you go to college for newspapers, perhaps? Yes, I went to college for journalism. I actually um, double majored in mass communications and English um, with the intent on being a journalist. And I worked for the Carroll County Times for a few years. I was an editor and reporter there. (laughs) I was an editor and reporter there. Um, And then I just transitioned to nonprofits. An editor and reporter. What were you a copy editor? Were you a so I, I did. I was wore many hats. I um, edited the neighborhood section of the Carroll County Times, and then I was also in charge of the uh, Community Times, which was a weekly publication, and then the three affiliates of the Carroll County Times, the Advocates. They are no longer in production, but yeah. Okay. All right. So that you said I'm done with newspapers. Because we're done with newspapers, <laughs> even though why it just started. I'm sure you're about to be done with newspapers, right? Very close. Yeah. Very close. <laughs> One no, week I mean, here, and that's all it took. Go ahead. I mean, I, I love newspapers. Um, I think it was just, I really have a heart for nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of where I was, I felt, you know, called to go. But I, I still love newspapers. I, I still, you know, would love to. You want to get back in? A little, Ooh. Eh, a little bit. We'll put the word out there. <laughs> <laughs> So how did you find the job that you have now? Is this uh, an organization you sought out? Uh, No, I actually, to be honest, had no idea what community living was um, before I took the job. I actually, through a mutual friend, found out that they were hiring. um, And I was curious um, because I volunteered and worked for nonprofits before. I worked for the Boys and Girls Club. Um, You know, I volunteered several different nonprofits. So I kind of thought, hey, I'd love to to know what they do. Um, And as soon as I walked in, I knew I wanted to take the job. So why was that? Just the atmosphere, um, learning what they did, you know, um, working for people who have intellectual and developmental disabilities, um, you know, providing those supports. It just seemed like a really, a really good cause. Um, and especially because community living only serves adults. And I thought that was really interesting um, because it seems to be kind of a forgotten, um, a forgotten thing. A lot of people think that 
you know, they focus on kids who have intellectual and developmental disabilities and they don't, they don't really realize that they grow up um, and they're still going to need those services when they get older. In fact, they probably need more when they get older. Um, and just knowing that that was such a wor- worthwhile thing, um, it really, really got me. And did you have any experience working with that group before you started with community living? Yeah, my first job, I worked at CSAC um, in Montgomery County. I don't remember where, um, but I did filing for them, which was my very first job. So I kind of, it's weird how that, how that ended up working out. Filing. So you filed away things. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you didn't like file your I filed things. all day. Okay. No, no, all I right. filed things. I did clerical work. Yeah. That's much more altruistic doing what you do now than newspapers. We just sit around and eat junk food all day. <laughs> well, you're pretty healthy, I hear. You're a runner, aren't you? I run sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just fat and I eat Cheetos. So that's... Yeah, so this is, you've really, it seems like you want to make a difference. I do, yeah. And that was kind of, where'd you go to college? Towson. Okay. How was your time in Towson? Busy. Busy. Yes, (laughs) I graduated in three and a half years. Oh, okay. And I did have the double major. For a time, I had a triple major and a minor. It was, I was ambitious. I was was a little bit too. Um, So I was mass communications, English, deaf studies, and then a minor in theater. Theater? Yeah. Do you have a favorite actress? Ooh, that shut it down, huh? Oh, that's tough. That's tough. Oh, can, wow. We'll get back to that. Yeah. Do you have a favorite actress, Wyatt? Not anymore. Not anymore. Oh, well, <laughs> actually, I'll revise it. I really like Rashida Jones. Okay. Oh, but that's, like only, that's only partly because of her acting career. Mostly her like outside career. Oh, yeah. What's her outside career? Uh, well, she went to Harvard. She's oh. been like a very outspoken mm-hmm. advocate for different social issues. Uh, she writes a lot. Mm-hmm. Just like an all-around cool person okay why why did you say not anymore though that was an interesting answer was there someone you used to have in mind and now you don't well when i was younger i definitely had like a celebrity crush mm. top five i just haven't given it much top thought. five wow it's yeah. like well <laughs> it's like when you're when you're a kid you had your favorite movies mm-hmm. and then you revisit those movies as an adult and you're like it's those true. are not my favorite movies anymore that's true i just haven't given it much thought are you seeing the mighty well you're you're young how uh, can i ask you how old you are are you you never ask a woman her age. I know, that's, I know, but okay. Pas. But I'm going to assume we're probably might be the same age-ish. No, I don't okay. know. Well, why it's really young, 25. Yeah, to me that's really young. I'm 25. Well, <laughs> so you both are really young. I was going to use a Mighty Ducks reference, but you guys have probably never seen the Mighty Ducks. Nope. I've seen Mighty Ducks. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, we'll just move on. We'll, we'll just move on from that. So, uh, if you could boil down. Uh, what you do sort of I'm interested in the mechanics of your day um, on a day-to-day basis how does how do your typical days look working there wow um, for me personally um, every day is different because I handle a wide variety of, of things at community living so I do all of our grants all of our marketing all of our social media uh, all of our events um, we I actually just created an app for community living which wow. is kind of cool um, so I do a lot of different things. I do a lot of employee relations as well. So every day looks different, which is fun. Um, I don't like doing the same things every day. Um, but it's different for, for the different staff because, you know, we have a lot of care staff. Uh, most of our staff is care staff. So their days are completely different than mine. Um, you know, they're, depending on the, the needs of the people we serve, they're going out on, uh, you know, errands, doctor's appointments. Um, they're providing services in houses. So it really, you know, it, it depends on the person. Do you, what's the biggest challenge? For me personally? Mm-hmm. The biggest challenge is getting people to care. 
Mm. Um, I think... Would that include fundraising, things like that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I think, you know, it's like um, our CEO, Michael, he always says that what we do isn't a sexy cause. And it's true because, you know, you have causes like, you know, everyone has been touched by cancer. Myself personally, everyone has been. So that's, it's an easy, it's an easy sell. It's an easy thing to say, hey, I'm raising money to, you know, fight cancer. Will you help me? How do you say no to that? You know, you can't, you can't say no to that. You can't say no to the Girl Scouts, stuff like that. But then you have something where if you don't know someone who has an intellectual developmental disability, you're not really going to care. You know, it's, it's really just going to go straight past you because it's not, it's not gripping. You're not going to catch it. You know, you can't, it's not like Alzheimer's where eventually maybe you'll have it. If it doesn't affect you, it doesn't affect you. And people, I think it's difficult to, to get people to care about something that so, can be so detached from them. Hmm. And in your job as someone who's doing marketing and fundraising, how do you get people to care? Or how do you bring that issue into something that people will start to realize is something that's going on in society? So what I do is I focus a lot on inclusion. Um, you know, I talk about the fact that the more you include people who are different from you, the more you'll grow, the more society um, can improve. Um, and that's kind of, it's also a lot of what I do is focusing on, on not bullying. We go and we do outreach programs at schools, like camps, um, and we talk about the importance of, you know, including people um, and what, how it will help society. And I think that's been my biggest thing um, of trying to kind of backdoor it a little bit and saying, you know, it helps you to help others, especially in this case. Um, you know, the people who, especially because you can't always tell that someone has an intellectual developmental disability. Um, and it's stuff like little things like don't say the R word, you know, stuff like that. Little things that if you don't know if someone has a disability, just play it safe and don't say stuff like that. So it's a lot of it is education, I think. Are you guys part of the Unity Campaign? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, we are. So are you, what are, how are you involved uh, personally? I'm sure you've met with those guys, right? Mm-hmm. Quite a bit. So. Oh, yeah. How does that work for you? Like, what do you typically take from that? Um, well, I think this is the first year we've actually done the Unity campaign. Okay. Um, I know we didn't do it last year. Um, but I mean, basically all of the nonprofits, we have several trainings that we go to. Um, this year, specifically what Community Living is participating for is we're raising funds for a child care fund for our staff. Um, a lot of people don't realize that our, you know, care staff for nonprofits like this one are not paid a lot. They can't be. It's a nonprofit. We don't make a lot of money. Um, And a lot of our staff actually fall below that Alice threshold. Um, And what we're trying to do is we're trying to create a child care fund so that we can give 10 of our staff, it would be an application process, and they would be able to get $1,000 to their child care provider to help them pay for child care. Wow, that's really nice. We're trying to take care of, you know, it's... People who work for nonprofits aren't in it for the money. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're trying to really take care of our staff. The Alice Report, you, you're familiar with Alice, aren't you? Yeah, I'll be running a series of stories yeah. in the upcoming week about it. And for, for people who don't know, it's a report that comes out and it looks at people in the state who are, are earning an income, they are employed, but given the cost of living in Maryland being extremely high, are not able to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. And this report looks at their lives and sort of statistics about finding housing, um, their employment status, paying for food, and just all the struggles that people go through in this state, even though they are employed mm-hmm. and are sort of going through all the hoops that you would think would be able to earn a good enough living to get by, but just can't because the cost of living is so high. Yeah. 
When does that when does that come? When do those stories start for you? This week. This week. What a week. And and this week starts the fair. Yeah. Right? On Friday. Are you guys going to be at the fair? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think we will this year. Okay. Have you ever been to the fair? Yes. Uh, what's yes. your favorite We give out that? a lot of candy. <laughs> we give out a lot. Kids come to our table and it's just when they come into that tent, it's just like they just go from one table to the next to just take all this candy and then just run away. So Does that basically. bother you that people just get the candy and then leave? They don't want to talk or anything? Um, I kind of expect it a little bit, mm-hmm. um, especially with little kids. I, I think I care more when it's adults who don't stop. That's, yeah. And I would prefer, yeah, <laughs> some people do that. <laughs> uh, I've gotten, I have honestly gotten some crazy remarks uh, from people. What I, I remember one time I was at, um, we do awesome uh, little, you know, book fairs at Barnes & Noble. They're great. Um, and I remember one time, just some guy walked up to our table and I said, um, you know, we support people who have intellectual development disabilities. And he said, well, you don't want me to get me started on that. What does I was that like, mean? Whoa. I was like, what could you possibly disagree with, with what I just said? I, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but you would be surprised. The yeah, comments. That's interesting. So you, you do get pushback from the community sometimes? sometimes? Occasionally. Really? Overall, um, overall, our community, especially the businesses in Frederick, have been amazing to us. Um, we have great support from our local businesses. Um, you know, just some in particular, um, Woodsboro Bank has been amazing. Wegmans, we cannot say enough good things about Wegmans. Um, you know, there's just most of the, the businesses here have just been amazingly supportive. I would I would like to take a step back um, and just given some of my experiences working with nonprofits, the whole idea of nonprofits, they try to work themselves out of business because they exist to sort of yeah. fill in for a social inequality or an equity that's going on. And I'm curious if you could talk a little bit about the inequity that's happening in the Frederick or just this area that community living is trying to, to fill in the gap for. Like what, what has been the breakdown that community living exists to solve? That's an interesting question. Um, I guess the best way to answer that is that there are, there's a void of services, I think, for adults who have intellectual and developmental disabilities, and that's why we're here. Like I said, there's a lot for kids, um, but we focus only on adults. Um, we provide every service, every support for adult life from um, job coaching and job placement. We have 26 group homes in Frederick. We do residential support services, which is daily activities, um, you know, going to appointments, events. Um, and then we have a retirement program as well. So everything from age 21 um, up into, you know, senior living, we, that's what we do. Um, that, so that's a big, I think, void that we're, that we're filling. Um, but I think it's also the the idea of inclusion. I'd like to think that we're really filling that void of education. Um, most people that I've talked to don't know what intellectual and developmental disabilities are. They don't know until I say, you know, like autism or Down syndrome, until I provide those examples. I've had countless people think that an intellectual disability is the same as a mental illness. Many, many people. And I didn't know that that was a problem until it started happening over and over again. I thought, oh, but that person just doesn't really understand. And then it was several different people would say that. And I was like, wow, there's really a lack of understanding. Um, so it's that, that education piece that I think is really, really important that we're, I hope, starting to bring to the table. Where, how long have you been there? How long have you been there? Two and a half years. Two and a half years. So let's say two and a half years from now. What are sort of, we'll say, two or three things you hope are accomplished? 
I definitely would like to see that education, um, you know, I, I would like to see Frederick a little bit more educated about intellectual and developmental disabilities. So that's the first one. Um, I'd love to see community living a bit more on the map. Um, well, this podcast know, <laughs> That will help, help yeah. <laughs> um, you know, just to, to get us out there a little bit more. Um, and perhaps more... Um, more of a sense of, of caring from from people who don't who don't know now what intellectual and developmental disability, disabilities are. Maybe in two and a half years they will, and it'll be a cause that's close to their heart too. Is there a dollar sign you hope to have raised funds wise before, say, the end of this year? Um, well, through the Unity campaign, we would love to get to ten thousand okay. dollars. That would be absolutely amazing. Um, but we, we're grateful for anything. Like I always tell people, $5. You know, it doesn't seem like much, but if a lot of people get $5, it's a lot. Well, you had mentioned, oh, did you have something? I thought, okay. Uh, you had mentioned that you have events or you have an event coming up that you did yes. want to talk about a little bit. So what what is coming up that you guys have going on? So we're really excited for our first ever 20s themed gala. So it's called Frederick Goes Gatsby. Oh, that's clever. Look it's going to be really fun. So it's uh, November 16th. It's a Friday night from 7 to 10, okay. and it's at Searsville Mansion. Uh, we're going to have the Dapper DJs are going to be DJing the event. Uh, we're going to have a caricature artist, um, photo booth, three-course meal, dinner dancing type of thing. It's going to be really, really fun. Um, tickets are $60 each. Um, you can also do tickets for a table. And we're trying to sell 100 tickets. So hopefully, hopefully we'll get there. But I hope the people will come out because it's going to be really fun. Are they on sale now? They are on sale right now. You can go to our website, uh, which is communitylivinginc.org. Okay. Um, you could also check us out on Facebook, which is CLI Frederick. So this will be sort of the final push for the year, right? This yeah. is in November. Uh, well, right after that, we have our Snowflake campaign, which is our, our annual giving campaign. Um, but this is going to be our biggest event of the year. So Is it the first time you've done this? Yes. This are is you, our first. Yeah. Are you nervous? Time. Yeah, I've been planning this for over a year. Ooh. So I'm... I am nervous, yes, um, just because I'm, I'm hoping it's as, because I've, I've kind of imagined it in my head many times, um, had a dream about it the other night, so I'm hoping that it goes well, yeah, it's on my mind. Dream or nightmare? <laughs> I had, I think it would, it would classify as a nightmare, oh, yeah, that's... the event flooded, and <laughs> it was not, it was not, it was not fun, but Ooh. that won't happen, so it, it'll good. be okay, it's because of all the rain, the rain is entering my dreams now, that's so. true. Yeah. You said that you that you came up with this. You've been working on it for a year. Yeah. Tell us how the idea came to be to begin with. Was this solely your idea for a for a dinner dance and all that? Yeah. So um, I actually so we do an annual bingo, um, and a couple of years ago I said, hey, wouldn't it be fun if we did like a some sort of decade themed bingo? And I kind of crowdsourced, and everybody was kind of like, no, we don't want a, a themed bingo. Just do the bingo, you know. Um, but I really wanted to do something themed. Like I was like, this could be really fun. Um, and at first I was thinking 80s, but then I was like, eh, do I want to do 80s? Um, and then one of my favorite authors is F. Scott Fitzgerald. So I was just kind of thinking about it and it popped in my head, what if we did a 20s theme? Um, so it kind of grew into, now we're doing a 20s theme gala. So I was also an English major in college. Very cool. Read all the books. So question. <laughs> Read all the books. Great Gatsby, are you Robert Redford or are you Leonardo DiCaprio? Okay, I, I, this is an unpopular opinion. I didn't. I watched like twenty minutes of the Leo version. I did not like it. You shut it down. I did. I did not like it. I I hated it. I'm kind of a purist when it comes to the book. So. How about you, Wyatt? What, what did you did you What did you prefer? 
I like the Robert Redford. Okay. Also an unpopular opinion. <laughs> did, did you shut down Leo? I did not shut down Leo. I enjoyed it mm-hmm. as a movie, but no. Okay. Prefer Robert. So oh, that's we. This is a anti Leonardo DiCaprio podcast right now. Typically, I love him. I just I did not like the book. Okay. Or the movie, rather. So nineteen twenties. That's almost a hundred years. Oh right? my god! Did, have you thought about that? It's almost a hundred years since the nineteen twenties. Yeah. I was a junior in high school in the nineteen twenties. <laughs> so I'm I'm pretty excited about this. Will, are you gonna Are you gonna write about this, Wyatt? This I movie? I could. You could. <laughs> That'd be. It sounds like it's gonna be fun. Yeah. So the entertainment. What's the time frame? It's seven to ten. Seven to ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can't. Will there be uh, alcohol there? Yes. The cash bar. Two cash bars actually. Oh. Yeah. And you said there'll be a DJ. It's da- the Dapper DJs. Do you okay. know what the Dapper DJs are? Why? Are I do not. Oh, would you they're, like to explain? They're right here in Frederick. They're actually really popular in Frederick. Um, well, so we're really here, though, you know. Well, I'm, I'm educating <laughs> you. Um, no, they're really, they're popular here in Frederick, and they're great. Um, and they, they're working with us on the price, which is amazing. Um, so, yeah, and Searsville also has been really, really great to work with. So, yeah, we're excited. They uh, dress up, and they DJ. Yes. That's why they're Dapper, I think. Yes. Okay. That's, I think that's the hook, right? Yeah, and they they do kind of like themed stuff. Yeah. So yeah, um, and everyone. Speaking of dressing up, we're encouraging everyone to dress up in. I'm I'm personally buying a a nice little like Ooh. flapper dress. So. If you don't dress up, will you not be allowed in? Yeah, absolutely. No, of course you can. You can still come <laughs> in, but we're just encouraging people to to dress up. So that's the big thing you have for the rest of the year. Yeah. Are there any sort of little things between now and then? Yeah, so we have, um, obviously the Unity campaign is going on right now. Um, and then in October we have our candy campaign, which is just a really Ooh. cute little, so basically every day on social media we feature a different candy. Um, and then if you donate on that day, you will be sent that candy. So like, for oh. example, let's say the, the 1st of October is M&M's Day. If you donate money on the 1st of October, we send you M&M's. Wait, so you're going to have 31 different candies of course not that is way too many candies that was my original goal last year and then i realized how hard it would be to get that much candy I don't so think it's that hard. well <laughs> well then you end up with like your what is it, october yeah so you got october 28th and you're giving out like charleston shoes that's true which that's no one really wants yeah. i have a friend who loves charleston shoes but i think he just does it because it's an unpopular candy <laughs> <laughs> we have like i think this time around we're gonna have six different candy i'm just rotating okay. and then of course there's like a jumble day where you can get like a bunch of different mm-hmm. stuff so uh, do you know the candies yet no we're really big on candy around here so it's very important is m&m's really gonna be of course okay. just Absolutely. regular m&m's regular peanut well do you think i should do different kinds well actually if you did different kinds you could spread out you could have a whole m&m week but what if people don't like m&m's then there's a whole week that excludes people. But you're doing M&M's one day anyway. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe I'll just do on M&M day, you can get an assortment of M&M's. You know, like a little, because okay. they sell those packs of like yeah. caramel and, you know, all that fun stuff. I like that idea. Candy, this is like candy month. Yeah. That's nice. Any, is, Celebrate Halloween. Yeah. Are there anything, any other any other things you have going on? Um, so we have little things like we'll be at Alex and Annie in Montgomery Mall. We go there and do little fundraisers. Um, so we'll be there the 21st of September, so this month, from 4 to 7 p.m. Um, and then a portion of the proceeds from all sales during that time go to CLI. Um, so in the candy campaign in October. Uh, then November is the gala. December we have our snowflake campaign. And uh, we're actually doing a really fun fundraiser with Too Sweet LLC, which is a little bakery here in Frederick. Mm. Um, 
So they made us CLI cookies, which are really cool. They're decorated with our logo. I get really excited about random things. <laughs> so I'm like really hyped up about this. Um, but they, so they made us cookies. And if half of the proceeds from each cookie goes to community living. So if you're in the mood for a cookie, Go there. buy a, buy a CLI cookie. Yeah. Fair enough. Yep. That's good. It's very sugar-filled. Yeah. yeah you know, we, we like to bribe people with food because <laughs> what better way is there? So. That's, well, especially you've worked at a newspaper. The way you can get us to do anything is to give us food. Oh, yeah. Pretty much oh, yeah. all the time. Uh, I, I, I want to ask you a question. And then after I do, I'm going to open it up for Wyatt because I'm sure he has so many better questions than I've ever asked <laughs> right now because I'm only asking about candy. But I, <laughs> I really want to know this, and I might be putting you on the spot a little, but I always ask the, uh, whoever we have on, do you see yourself, is this a, a, a cause, a position that you're in that you see yourself, you know, you want to do it for the next 20 years, next 30 years? Would you, can, you might want to go back to papers at some point, but uh, is this something you see you're in for the long haul? Absolutely. I would love to stay connected with nonprofits for as long as possible. Um, that said, writing is my passion. Ooh, okay. Um, so... Anything involving writing, I will always love. Do you get to write at this job? Yeah, I mean, I do our um, newsletters, um, you know, our weekly emails and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not reporting, but it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's writing. I, you know, my biggest thing has always been editing. Okay. Whenever I had to write stories for the paper, it was fun. But when I edited, that was my happy place. That was my, you know, I, I just loved it. Um, so, if you know, if that was in my future, I wouldn't be upset about it got a lot of editing stuff i need to do today so if you're free you oh yeah absolutely that would, that would absolutely would love to but, so so what did i miss Wyatt? there's this is your beat i'm sure there are many more things we're talking in the weeds questions yeah for community okay for, for good things um <laughs> one of the things you talked about earlier when you're talking about education for people about mm-hmm. community living or people living with intellectual disabilities you said that it often starts, you have to have a conversation about not using the R word. Yeah. So could you talk a little bit about why that's important or just the language around this issue and why that is a big deal? Because for someone who might not have experience, they might not see it as such a big issue. Yeah, absolutely. I think language is really important because you never know who you're, you never know who you're dealing with. You know, it's, it's very easy to be nice. It's very easy to just make sure that you craft your words in a, in a kind way. Um, and, you know, obviously person first is really, really important. Person first language. Um, you know, you wouldn't say Down syndrome person. You'd say person with Down syndrome because it's like anything else. You know, it's um, it's one part of who they are. So you never want to, um, it's like, for example, if, if I broke my wrist, you wouldn't say that broken wrist woman. Like you, that you wouldn't even think to say that. You would think that that woman up there with a the broken wrist, um, you know, because it's it's an attribute. You know, it's it's something that that is a part of someone, but it isn't their entire identity. Um, and I just think language, you know, in our world, it's it's so easy. It doesn't take any effort to be kind. Um, and language is a huge part of that. And with your job and coming on and doing a lot of learning in your position, what has been the biggest lesson you've learned or something that changed your perspective on people living with intellectual disabilities? Assumability. Always assumability. Um, there was someone who we used to serve. He, he since passed away, but his name was Willie. Um, and he was, for the most part, nonverbal. Um, but he, once you were around him for, you know, an extended period of time, you understood 
what his gestures meant and what some of the the things that he tried to say meant. Um, so he could communicate. Um, and I think I learned very quickly that um, nonverbal doesn't mean lack of communication. It just means nonverbal. Um, people communicate in a lot of different ways. Um, and that's why, you know, if you see someone who, um, you know, is with a, a caregiver or a parent, don't just automatically talk to the parent or the caregiver. Talk to them. Address your questions to them because they will communicate with you in the way that they can. Very good. That's good. Are you, are you sure? You sure we didn't miss anything? I mean, I can keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm scared a little bit. Yeah, I know. I feel like you have a ton of uh, in-the-weeds questions, but I don't want to bog you down, man. Well, I guess the last one that I'll ask is, okay. is sort of jumping back to a conversation that you were – or jumping back to a topic you were talking about earlier with people um, – inclusion and the importance of inclusion and what that brings to society. So how would you explain to someone what having people living with intellectual disabilities in their community and including them in the conversation or in society, what does that add that we might overlook? I think um, the more you include people who have different experiences from you, different abilities than you, uh, the more you grow, Um, you know, the more you get a different perspective. Um, you know, it's similar to, you know, those dreaded group projects that we have in college. You know, we hate them, but they teach us that everyone contributes something different. Um, And I think this kind of exemplifies that, the idea that when you include people who have different perspectives, different life experiences, they give you something richer. You know, they enrich your life, your experiences, um, and they open you up to to new things. So why not want to see the world a little bit differently? That's good. Yeah. We all need to see the world a little bit differently. I, I do believe in that. Unless if it's raining, because it won't stop raining now yeah. at this point. We always finish these things with fun questions. Okay. And I know that this has already been a lot of fun. <laughs> 10 o'clock in the morning on a Monday. <laughs> so we're very happy about it. But I don't know if uh, you have any fun questions, Wyatt, but I'm sure you'll get the hang of it pretty quickly once you hear my line of questioning, because it's all nonsense. So. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, from English major to English major, <laughs> favorite author. F. Or Scott authors. Fitzgerald. Okay. Oh, there you go. And Mitch Album. If oh. you want the newer, yeah. Okay. okay. Did you yeah. read any of his sports stuff? Yes. I actually worked at the sports copy desk at um, the, the Carroll County Times oh, as well. Okay. Yeah. So. I was going to say that. It, just she... reminded me. Um, but <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I've read some of his some of his sports stuff, but I I just love his books. Did you play any sports in high school? No. 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 Do you like sports at all? Yes. I used to really follow baseball. I've been pretty busy lately, so I've dropped out of everything other than work. But um, you an O's fan or a Nats fan? Yankees. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Unpopular. My family's originally from New York, so yeah. Really? Yep. Uh, wow. We didn't. We should have led with that. You, yeah. But you're not originally. I'm from not. Here. Yeah, okay. I was born here. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what is if you are going to go to one gas station for food, would it be Wawa or Sheets? Me, Wawa, my husband, Sheets. And why? I don't know. I just know he prefers Sheets. Well, why do you prefer Wawa? I don't know that either. I just do. I just <laughs> always gravitate. It's like it's something you know the most. Like, I, I gravitate toward Wawa. They don't have I a don't... fryer, though. You can't get French fries there. Mm. No? You're mm. not into French fries. Are you into French fries, Wyatt? No? Okay. <laughs> I'm not. by myself on this one. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? Wow. Um, oh, wow. I don't know that I have a favorite movie. You I like a lot of movies. You don't know actress. You don't know. And you were a theater minor. Yes. But you don't have a favorite movie. For a short time. What, what's a movie that's definitely in your top five? 
doesn't you don't have to stand up and say this is my all-time favorite but one of your favorites mighty ducks she, no. she doesn't know um <laughs> the only thing and this is weird because i haven't seen it in a while the only thing coming into my head right now is inception oh, lord okay. of the rings though are uh, definitely in my top i've seen them a million times i'm a huge nerd anything star trek so okay yeah. so when i was gonna huge ask you star wars or star, star trek, trek all the way okay. Yeah. All right. I think they're coming out with a new Star Trek, are yes. they not? Yes. Yep. I have not seen the new series, though, because I'm boycotting it. Why? Because anything after The Next Generation, to me, was just terrible. It's too many generations. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, way too It's many. just they took it too far, so now I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to. I'm boycotting. What was the last concert you attended? The last concert I attended was an Andrew Ball concert. Okay. Andrew Ball is like an indie. Yeah. Yeah. Where? It was in Virginia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Virginia close to here or Virginia five hours away? No, it was like an hour away. It wasn't okay. far. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wyatt, do you have any? My last concert? Or yeah. What question? was your last concert? No, you can answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think my last concert was going to see the Struts. Okay. Oh, it's a cool. British rock band. Yeah. They're like glam rock. It was super mm. fun. They just uh, got off the road with the Foo Fighters. I think they're opening for them. Oh, that's a good concert. Yeah. Um, favorite television show? The Office, hands down. The British or the American? American. Version? Okay. Did you, have you seen the British version? Yes. Do you like not it? Not a fan. Really? Yes. Why not? I don't know. British humor is just so wry. It's just, eh. oh. it's. I don't know. I just prefer everything about the American version. I love it. Who is your favorite character? Jim. Wait, why wasn't it uh, Karen? Was that her name? Oh, Rashida God. Jones? No one likes Karen. Everybody likes Pam. Was not Was that her name, though? Yes. Okay. Did you watch it, Wyatt? I've never seen The Office. Oh, well, Rashida Jones is Oh, my it. God. No, no. Wow. I'm shocked. Okay. I'm in shock. I was pro-Karen. Just mix what? it up a little. Oh, my God. After a while, Jim and Pam got obnoxious. Just they need to get over themselves. They weren't even together yet by that time. Spoiler, he hasn't seen it yet. Well, they get together, so oh. there you go. <laughs> It's okay. I don't. I don't plan on watching. You Gavis. should. You should. It's the best. I've seen every episode maybe ten times. I'm not even kidding. Wow. I, oh, yeah. Okay. It's my favorite show. Okay. It's a little bit of an obsession. If you could, it seems like um, if you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would that be? Oh, I hate this question. Um. <laughs> okay. So definitely, Mitch Album is on there. Okay. You really um, like him. I do. Yeah. My Angelou probably. Um, and then, oh, who's my last one? Um, last one, probably F. Scott Fitzgerald. Just go all authors mm. all the way. Nice. Okay. Wyatt, do you have any questions? On trivia night, which category do you feel strongest that you can Ooh, that's a good question. help your team with? That's Anything English or writing related, I'm good. Anything else, I'm useless. Useless. Yeah. Do you play trivia? No, because I can't stand the pressure. It's too much pressure. You're on a team, though. But I I blank when there's too much pressure. I just, my (laughs) mind goes blank, and then I just look stupid, so. Weren't you supposed to play trivia? Wasn't there a group of people playing trivia? Yeah, I don't know Mm. if we went because of the rain or not. Okay. Yeah. Rain, rained out trivia, I guess. It was Was it outdoor trivia? I don't know. It was far away trivia. Okay. (laughs) There you go. Um, Skittles or Starburst? Starburst. Ah, uh, what's your favorite Starburst color? 
pink. Yeah, that's. I think they only they sell only pink ones. Do they now. really? Yeah, they did it for like breast cancer awareness or something. Oh, I didn't know that. I just hate the orange ones with a passion. Yeah. I don't know who likes the orange who ones. Who likes the or- Who likes the yellow ones? I don't like the yellow. I ones. don't mind the yellow ones. Mm. I don't mind yellow, but pink is the best. Okay, French fries from Burger King or McDonald's. <sighs> I worked at McDonald's. Really? I did. That's and my because dream job. of that, oh boy. <laughs> Two and a half years wasted of my life. Um, did I tell you McDonald's sponsors this podcast? No, I'm kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. So. Um, One of fear and terror. It was, yeah. Um, just because I work there, I'm going to go Burger King. Okay. I've got one more, unless if you have one, Wyatt. No, you're done. I'm good. This is going to be it. Okay. Ask everybody this. Nobody gives me a straight answer. Hopefully, you're going to be the first one to give me a straight answer. Oh, boy. Where is your favorite place to eat in Frederick? Oh, see, that's not fair. That's not <laughs> a fair again, question. Again, not an answer. Um, wow. Favorite place to eat in Frederick. Oh. Um, I don't. I can't. I just can't. I can't answer that. You can ask me that because I've only been to one restaurant. Have you really? Yeah. Which one? Brewer's Alley. Okay, well, that's it. A... Did you like it? Yeah, it was good. What did is he it... supposed to say? No, it was terrible. <laughs> but I, but I have, uh, I have no other restaurant to gauge it with, so it is my favorite. Have you never been to another restaurant in your life? Well, not in Frederick. <laughs> He's lived here. No, for I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so what? What did you get at Brewer's Alley? I got a salad. That's boring. Ooh, shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> of all the things, that you got a salad. Did you get a beer? I did not. You did not. Oh my God! Why did you go to a brew pub and? <laughs> I was with I was with a friend. I was with a friend. (laughs) Was it somebody who works here? No, it was the guy who helped me move to Frederick. So it was a thank you. A salad and no beer. Thank you, salad. Yeah, Yeah. thank you, salad. When I want to say thank you, I buy someone a salad. I didn't buy him a salad. He definitely had a beer and a burger. I just had the salad. So why did you say you were with someone? That's why you didn't drink the beer. Yeah. We're putting him on the spot now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you don't have to answer it's yeah, fine. just messing a, with you we're getting we're getting <laughs> this is ganging up on you a little bit this has been so much fun right yeah this has been awesome it's been good what do you think you. of your first podcast wyatt you just dropped your- <laughs> i just dropped my notebook i'm in such excitement <laughs> and gratitude this is the best experience of your life it's top five miss elena lyons how about you this has been super fun top five experience yeah for okay. sure i actually really i've been like thinking about getting into podcasting and i'm like this is this is where it's at this, this is cool is what to do yeah. you, do you want to tell everybody how to find out more about community living for sure so our social media is super easy to find it's just cli frederick okay. um and then our website is communitylivinginc.org inc is inc and head back to the 1920s in november Please do. It'll be fun. Thank you so much for the time. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me.